It's the Grateful Badass Podcast. Weekly, bringing you inspirational stories, conversations with a few badass guests, all while reminding you to live both in and with gratitude. It's Grateful Living, Badass Style. Hey there, this is Stacey Mack, your host of Grateful Badass Podcast. Thank you so much for joining. I am super excited to be back with you. Hope that you and your families are staying well and taking care, taking good care. I hope that you are checking on your brothers and sisters in community, your family and your friends and your the seniors in your community and churches and whatnot. And we are all looking out for our brothers and sisters. Thank you so much to our essential workers out there on the front lines who are um, risking life and taking care of us all uh, by bringing us the essential things that we may need. Our healthcare workers, our grocery workers, uh, shout out to UPS. My son works for UPS and is out there delivering your packages. So be safe out there, Nico. And so also thank you to those who are staying in out of the way. And when you go out, you are masked up and gloved up and uh, doing your part to assist and help the country and world flatten the curve until there is a vaccination. All right. So this is episode 92. Thank you once again for joining. And this is the continuation of Quarantine Chronicles. This episode is inspirational quotes for quarantine. And I was thinking if you follow Grateful Badass Podcast and you are already aware that I love a good quote. A few of my favorites are by Maya Angelou, Eleanor Roosevelt, which are included in today, of course. Eleanor Roosevelt, Oprah Winfrey, just Michelle Obama, so many wonderful quotes out there. And I myself, as well as I'm sure you do, we use them to help push us forward, especially in times of in times of uncertainty. And what better time as now in our health crisis, public health crisis, to just jot down a few of our favorite quotes. And I have to give a shout out to my teenager, Miss Fine Glitter. She's actually a writer for GratefulBadass.com. Thank you so much, Miss Fine Glitter, my teen. And she listed her favorite quotes from her favorite books on my pink board and um, posted a picture of it on IG. But anyway, I was inspired by her favorite quotes that she listed out, about seven or eight of them. And decided to do the same for you on Grateful Badass Podcast. So come along with me as I share a few favorite inspirational quotes during this public health crisis. So I want to start first with, I'll let you take a listen. Let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. Thank you so much. And are we all very familiar with the only thing we have to fear is fear itself by none other than a former president, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And this quote was, uh, what you just heard was his first, was his inauguration, his first inauguration speech. 
and he was addressing actually the Great Depression, which is pretty similar to where we are right now. We're not in a um, designated uh, recession just yet. Hopefully we don't um, get there. Uh, but our economy, economy obviously is very unstable with 36 million uh, unemployment cases and just so, which happened I believe over the course of like four weeks or so, which is just incredible. Um, so his quote helps to ground us. It helps to ground me. There is nothing to fear but fear itself. And as he goes on in that inauguration speech, he's speaking and blames the greed of bank, big bankers and such. And of course, our time now, pre present is a little different um, of an invisible um, enemy, the virus. And so there is nothing to fear but fear itself. And I want you to take note and take heart and to remember that day in and day out as we move forward, because we must move forward. So just wanna open up the inspirational quotes with uh, none other than a former president, FDR. All right, up next is none other than the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Here we go. We must accept finite disappointment, but never lose infinite hope. I love, we must accept finite disappointment but never lose infinite hope. And I love how Dr. King flips um, from disappointment to hope. That's the flip side of grave disappointment and with being hopeful. And that's what I carry. I carry and I try to remain hopeful and I hope that you do the same. There is so much disappointment going on in our country, in our cities with the loss of lives sickness, with uh, the economy, with loss of employment, with loss of businesses, businesses that are closed, businesses that may not return once we reach some semblance of a normalcy, a new normalcy. And so on the flip side of disappointment is hope. And let's remain hopeful, as Dr. King suggests, as we move forward. Up next is Frederick Nachtze, the German philosopher, and here he goes. That which does not kill us makes us stronger. That which does not kill us makes us stronger. And I know that you've heard of this quote many times before. And one of the people when we're going through, we really don't want to hear um, this type of quote um, because it's, you know, um, it can be painful and in the midst of pain, sometimes you just want to sit and wallow in your pain and pity. And I guess, I believe that's okay, but only for a certain amount of time. And then we have to look up, um, we have to remain hopeful and we have to move forward. At least that's my take. And of course, Nocton is his take as well, because it makes us stronger. And we've heard the, the saying, there's no test. Um, without there's no testimony without a test I heard that the other day on a zoom call and it's very it was very encouraging because that which does not kill us makes us stronger and that's what I look forward to in the midst of all of this that's going on in pandemic is knowing knowing that at the other 
side of this, then I um, can say that I'm resilient, that we are resilient, and that we have uh, endured a grave um, situation. And um, yeah, so take heart. Okay, next up is how about we've seen it on memes all over uh, social media. The author is actually unknown and it's keep calm and carry on. Sounds so simple, but it's useful. And um, we see it on what? Memes and calendars, posters and whatnot to keep calm and carry on. But it is pretty profound because that's all that we can do um, in moving forward day by day, moment by moment, is to just keep calm and carry on. All right, up next is Eli Weasel. A quote by Eli Weasel, as you know him to be, uh, he won a Nobel Peace Pot Prize, uh, recipient of a Nobel Peace Pot Prize in 1986. He is the Holocaust author activist and Holocaust, he was the Holocaust survivor, uh, activist and author, and as I stated, Nobel Peace Pot Prize laureate. And he says, and I quote, just as despair can come to one only from other human beings, hope too can be given to one only by other human beings. And this one got me to thinking because he says despair can come to one only from other human beings, but hope too can be given to only can be given to one only by other human beings as well. And it's interesting because when you think of sort of desperate times and being in despair, and it's often passed along by that of others because you look over just in times like now and I'm not a philosopher or any kind but I'm just thinking about Eli Weasel's words and thinking about being at moments of despair and it's interesting because um I think I think that he was on to something of course um because in times of despair in my lifetime is normally times of despair normally were passed on by something that happened from other individuals at the hand of other individuals, whether or not I made a loss of employment, a loss of opportunity. Um, and so those have been passed on from another human being. But at the same time, I do remember, and I can't recall that the hopeful moments through prayer and meditation have also come through other human beings as well. Whether or not it's someone who picked up the phone and just checked in on me or sent a text and checking in on me and my family um, and losing an opportunity or being rejected by something that I may have been seeking, which came from another human being. There was also on the flip side of that, someone on maybe passing on the street and walking or maybe being in a store just offered a kind word that offered hope and at that very moment of offering a kind word you immediately forget the moment of despair that you found yourself in and that person has offered a moment of um, solace to you and so I believe 
that's exactly what he means, which is encouraging, which is why I opened the episode of taking care of your brothers and sisters and your family and friends, because we all are responsible for one another. And this pandemic, of course, has shown us, unlike anything else, that the health of one depends on the health of many. And so it gets me to how health is a human right, but that's coming up. My spill with that, with none, none other than Eleanor Roosevelt. But of course, we're all in this together. And if one is ill, many can be ill, is what the coronavirus has shown us. And so though we can bring despair to one another, we also can offer hope. All right, I have a few more. And I have to throw in Miss Dr. Maya Angelou, which is the mentor in my head, along with Eleanor Roosevelt. And Dr. Angelou offers, I have learned that I, I have learned that I have, I still have a lot to learn. I have learned that I still have a lot to learn. And boy, oh boy, oh boy. I think this public health crisis has just stumped the whole country and world, researchers and scientists and the <laughs> the administration in the White House. It has just stumped everyone because no one really knows and we are learning or have been learning on the fly. And that's as a country in regards to the pandemic. And we have made many mistakes uh, Governor Cuomo has done a wonderful job, but at the top, New York City failed in delaying closings, and which led to many lost lives. And we have stumbled, and I think we're still stumbling as a country, but we are figuring things out. But, of course, as Dr. Angelou says, she learned that she still has a lot to learn. And I think that's exactly what we are going through right now as a country and as a um, on a global spectrum and myself personally maybe you yourself as well you realize that you thought you had it all figured out and you thought you had control of your life and then at the flip of what two weeks one week five days the whole country the whole community your whole household was turned upside down so I don't know if Dr. I'm pretty sure Dr. Angelou wasn't on, wasn't thinking pandemic style unlearning or um, uh, uh, ignorance. I mean, um, ignorance in regards to realizing that she still had a lot to learn, but doggone it if this has not proved her quote to be just enormous. And so um, I was writing a message to a friend checking in and and my and and he was explaining the loss of um uh, uncle and the loss of just trying to figure things out and trying to teach he and his wife trying to teach their children and i said to him absolutely um i just realized if nothing else that uh, i literally do not know as much as i thought that i did because i am stumped by this whole thing and my whole life and my whole being is shaken 
And so thanks be to God for my faith and helping to ground me and and my practice of meditation and prayer. But yeah, Dr. Maya Angelou, we all have realized in a very profound way that we have a lot to learn. Okay, I have two more in our wrap up. And so here you go. And this one I found through another uh, podcaster's uh, newsletter. by, And he cites a quote by Pablo Picasso. Without great solitude, no serious work is possible. Because we have been thrown in our homes and isolated from others, with the exception of digital media and such, but without great solitude, no serious work is possible. And so we have to settle in and think, and we have our thoughts to deal with. And so, you know, I think that's a good thing. It is a good thing. Um, we didn't plan it, didn't expect it, but we've able to think about and reflect on things we have not done so in a very long time. Our reflection of childhood, reflection of ups and downs, reflection of just what we had as a normalcy um, three months ago or four months ago. And so um, without great solitude, no serious work is possible because then I believe we are able to just check in with ourselves and uh, our whole authentic selves can come out through our reflection. And the good thing about, or the one thing about reflection is to make sure we document and, and, um, and use that reflection in maybe a creative sense in regards to Pablo Picasso because he was a painter. And um, so there are some projects that I have, I've tried to show myself grace and not be too hard on myself. Sometimes I don't feel like doing much, um, which is why the, the episodes have been mostly narratives. <laughs> Takes a little work and, and reaching out and obtaining guests, but I'll get back on track soon and soon enough. Uh, but to show myself grace and just taking things as I can and, um, and doing some work as I can, um, work things that I have been working on for um, a while that I'm trying to, to uh, just take time as I sit with myself and ideas come and I always keep a notebook. But anyway, my point is, is that use the quiet time um, to your benefit and no pressure, but use the quiet time, um, the solitude for your benefit and for the actually the benefit of others um, one day to come. Lastly, we're gonna wrap with none other than Eleanor Roosevelt. And she was known as the first lady of the world, wife of Franklin, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, which I cited his quote in the opening and closing with his wife's. And so she was first among, among author, activists, social justice activist, civil rights activist, human rights activist. She was the first representative for the UN Commission. She's responsible, uh, the author of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, um, which were adopted during the UN General Assembly of 19, in 1948. And more specifically inappropriate for this episode in this time is because part this part of the 
It's included of the Universal Declaration of Rights of individuals that health is a human right. Health is a human right and it has not reached our country just yet as being accepted. And like I said, that was declared and, and accepted into the UN General Assembly in 1948. We're at 2020 and health is not a human right in our country. And so that's something that we have to deal with. And I hope going forward from this pandemic that we will learn. I'm not trying to preach to you, not trying to preach to anyone, just citing facts. And I hope, or an opinion, I hope that we will learn going forward. Uh, health is a human right. And one person's health uh, can affect, as in this time, so many others, as we have seen and has been um, shown to us. So here's the quote. And it's interesting because the tail end, the last sentence of this pretty lengthy, a little lengthy quote is one of my favorites that I have always used on my websites and such. And it was always, you must do the thing you think you cannot do. And that's the closing line of this quote I'm about to read. You must do the thing you think you cannot do, which always empowered me to be a grateful, badass person to move forward in fear because there's nothing to fear but fear itself, we've learned. And that um, times of hardship makes us stronger. And so I, I love that quote, there's nothing, we must do the work we think we have to do. And But in further research, there's a little bit more to that quote. And here we go. You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. I'm gonna start again. You must gain strength. You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You are able to say to yourself, I have lived through this horror. I can take the next thing that comes along. You must do the thing you think you cannot do by Eleanor Roosevelt. I thoroughly hope that you have enjoyed the quotes that I have picked out, inspirational quotes for quarantine. I lo would love to have you share with me your favorite quotes. Uh, I always love coming upon new quotes that I have never um, come across before. And because the life and experiences of those who have come before is a matter of which we can use as strength in us going forward and moving forward um, because nothing that pretty much is new under the sun. And so I use the strength of others and their experiences as inspiration. And I hope that you can do the same. So thank you so much for joining this episode 92. And um, yeah, so I'm reading, I am actually wrapping up when things fall apart. I mentioned that on last week, wrapping up. And that's a book in regards to meditation, which is helping me to stay grounded during this time and also increasing my knowledge of the practice of meditation and um, the science behind it, which is, um, which, is, which is a lot. And so I'm learning more about the practice. And so um, Pima Children is the author and I uh, share with me please what you are reading
And this has been really great. I hope it has been inspirational for you. I hope you have signed on and subscribed for our newsletter and our Grateful as Ever daily quarantine notes, which come out Monday through Friday to your inbox. You can go to gratefulbadass.com to sign up and also for our bi-weekly newsletter. No, bi-monthly, twice a month, every other Friday. Uh, newsletters which have resources of everything things that are going on quotes of course as I mentioned that can help you especially during this time I love to come across new resources things that new skills to learn or opportunities for learning new skills or just new things out there especially during this time where people are being super creative and they're sharing their arts with others mostly for free so that is all that I have for you. And I'm gonna close with keep calm and carry on. And as my maternal grandmother would always say, have a good day today and a better day tomorrow. Bye.